Hey, hey, this is Lizzie, your personal vitality coach, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it really is about you. Every week, there's a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do. Figure out what you need to say and do to flourish and thrive. Consider this your weekly identity check-in day. This, my friend, is about you. Hey, hey, it's Lizzie here. I am pumped you're here too. I see you showing up to listen to this podcast as something to celebrate. Whatever brought you here, I hope it was some type of curiosity because curiosity, my friends, leads to innovation. As your vitality coach, I take pride in helping you innovate your way of thinking, believing, and acting so that you can show up and get energized in a new and vibrant way. First question you might be asking about this podcast is why all the questions here? This podcast is designed to help you get curious and ask yourself questions. That is what is unique about this experience in comparison to other podcasts out there. This is designed to give you the opportunity to be heard. Hearing is healing. When you hear yourself, you learn personalized information that will help you move toward peace. True health is inner peace, my friends. And peace is, in my opinion, the holy grail of flourishing. This, my friends, is about you flourishing. Today, I will introduce you to the framework to finding deep-rooted energy, motivation, and peace. This framework is what I call the energy circle. So first, I'll ask you some questions to get curious about so that you can begin listening to yourself. And then we'll get curious about what deep-rooted energy, motivation, and peace mean. And then finally, I will explain the energy circle, what it is, and how it can help you on your quest to flourish. So let's dive in. Starting off with the questions at the beginning today, Get out a piece of paper, write a note on your phone, get ready to make this personal for yourself. First question, if you had all the energy and time you desired, what would you want to do more of in your life? So if you could wave a magic wand, you had all the energy and time that you desired, what would you want to do more of in your life? What is that for you right now? Second question, how would doing more of that influence the way you experience life? What would shift? Would anything shift? How would it influence the way you experience life? So if you had all the time and energy you desired, what would you want to do more of? And how would doing more of that influence the way you experience life? Identify with some words what those are for you. Number three, what are you afraid will happen if you actually tried to do this more? This is about 
identifying risk. What is the risk? If you were to do this more in your life, whatever it was you identified, what are you afraid will happen if you actually try to do it more? Number four, get in tune with yourself and ask, is fear dominating your choices right now? When when risk is present, there's usually some fear. So identify what you're afraid of, what, what you're afraid will happen if you do more of this in your life right now. What's the risk? And then identify, is fear dominating your choices right now? Number five, if the fear was not present in your mind at all, what would change about you? Would your behavior change? So if the fear was gone, the things you're afraid of, the risks were out of the picture, would your behavior change? Would you do something different than you're doing right now? If your behavior would change, you probably are not living in complete alignment with what really matters to you right now. If your behavior wouldn't change, then there's a chance you are actually doing what matters most to you right now. Something to get curious about. Would your behavior change if the fear was gone? And even without the fear, would you still be doing what you're doing? Then that's something to pay attention to. Here's an example. A client of mine wants to exercise and rest more. He believes this will calm down the inner angst and anxiety he's feeling on a regular basis. He's afraid, though, if he does, he will be too behind at work and will be even more stressed. Is fear dominating his experience? Yes, he's afraid of being stressed. That's what is dominating his choice in the end. Yet he is already stressed. If the fear was not present, he says he would go exercise and take time to rest. From that example, perhaps you can see how we get ourselves out of alignment with what truly it is that we want to experience. Then fear ends up dominating our experience and we end up living with what we fear instead of what we really love and need. This requires some alignment. The concept of alignment is the foundation of the energy circle that I'll explain a bit more about today. When your life is aligned and your mind is undivided, you know what you need, why you need it, and you peacefully choose it over and over again. Now, fear is present when there is a division in the mind. Fear is present when we remain undecided. This is inner conflict, and conflict is the bread and butter of fear. Today, we're talking about aligning your life with deep-rooted energy, motivation, and peace. These are the three things that fuel my fire of enthusiasm. When these are established in the mind and heart, miracles happen. Let's start off today with deep-rooted energy. What, what can we learn from roots? What can we learn from roots in order to understand our own energy? 
In plants, the three primary functions of roots are, number one, to take in water and nutrients so that it can grow, number two, to anchor the plants, and three, to give them the support they need to survive during different seasons and weather. To water, provide nutrients for growth, anchor, and support so they can survive different seasons and weather. Now, maybe it seems so cliche to talk about the roots of plants, but in my opinion, the the best place to learn is from the natural world around us. So much of what happens in the natural world is a mirror of what happens within each and every one of us. We sometimes talk as if we're separate from nature. Nature's out there. Let's get out into nature. When in reality, we are in fact nature. We are nature too. What we do affects nature and what nature does affects us. It's a symbiotic relationship, meaning we need and influence one another. Looking to literal roots can provide clues for us to learn more about our own purpose and our own needs. When needs are met with meaning, there is a spark of energy that fuels you and helps you to adapt to the stresses and changes of life. To simplify, roots provide nutrients for growth and anchor and support during changes. When we know what those things are for us, we have clarity around what we need to grow, feel anchored and supported. This is where deep-rooted energy comes from. It's the kind that weathers storms, adapts to changes, and gives you the gritty tenacity to tackle the day. Next week's podcast, we will dive in to more detail about how to identify your roots and cultivate them. But for today, just know what the concept of roots are. Now, motivation. You might be familiar with the theory of human motivation or Maslow's Law. In this law, it creates a, he creates a visual for us in the shape of a pyramid to understand the order of motivation in our lives. At the base of the pyramid are your biological and physical needs, such as food, shelter, sleep. Above that is safety. Then moving up the pyramid, we move into a sense of belonging, love, self-esteem. And at the very pinnacle is self-actualization, which is the confidence to reach potential and find self-fulfillment. Understanding what motivates you requires some introspective curiosity. There's that word again, because much of what we do is already programmed in us. We have to look past the programming in into the coding behind the actions. What messages are hidden behind your actions And in what ways would you like to shift those messages in order to update your programming? Think of motivation as the why behind what you do. Why is the purpose? At the pinnacle of Maslow's pyramid is self-actualization and potential. Unless you have identified what self-actualization means to you, It's difficult to deliberately code your programming to match that desired outcome. And it's more likely you'll get caught swirling in other levels of the pyramid, not being able to pass to the next level. 
I believe it's essential to know what self-actualization means to you if you want to move past the other levels of the pyramid. Self-actualization doesn't come as a result of moving through all of these things. I believe identifying what that means helps you move through all of those things to the pinnacle of the pyramid. There's not time in the episode today to dive dive deep into creating your life philosophy, but just to mention it briefly, to me, the pinnacle or your self-actualization is knowing what your philosophy is, knowing what your life philosophy is. Then you know that all the other parts lead to the philosophy, and if they don't, they'll fall out of your life. We'll talk about more of that in weeks to come about motivation. For now, just understand the general concept of motivation and recognize it as the why hidden underneath all that you do willingly. All right, peace. When in your life have you felt peace inside? When have you felt peace inside yourself? What about outside yourself? When have you felt peace outside yourself. Maybe you're looking for some big, huge, serene moments or memories that, and that's okay. Maybe you have some of those. Maybe there's some just small, simple memories. Whatever comes to mind is a great place to start. Tap into a memory where you felt peace inside yourself or outside yourself. Those memories and experiences can teach you how peace is created on a smaller scale. So let's imagine that moment, that experience, and let's learn from it. When have you felt peace? Recently, I was climbing to the top of a local mountain in the evening, and when I stood there looking down at the fall leaves and the sunset in the valley, I recognized it. Peace was there. Peace showed up to the party, and What about that moment was contributing to this feeling of peace? Well, it was a beautiful day, but I don't think beauty is always required to feel peace inside. Yes, the environment was peaceful, and that definitely contributed to the feeling of peace. But peace can be present even when there's less than favorable circumstances aesthetically. The beauty did bring me awareness about the peace I was feeling inside, but the beauty was not the direct cause that created peace in that moment for me. What was it then? Well, peace ultimately comes from inside you and me. When you experience inner conflict, it's challenging to perceive beauty with eyes of peace. So to state this a little more simply, peace is present When conflict is absent, there's freedom to move from one place to another. Peace is possible when fears are gone. When I stood on top of that mountain, the peace came from the satisfaction of knowing I was freely moving in a direction in my life that to me felt good. At that moment, the inner chatter of worry Fear, overwhelm, and doubt was gone, and there was just peace. The beautiful view was enhanced because of this. 
Peace allowed me to notice the beauty and relish in it. And you want to know what I kept chanting to myself in that moment? I was chanting, notice it and relish it. Notice it and relish it. When peace is there, notice it and relish it. Peace shows up to the party in life and often we fail to notice it. If we don't notice it, how can it become a more dominant present presence in our lives? So peace is knowing I'm moving in the direction I want and need to go and I'm doing what I actually can. All right, a brief review. We've got deep-rooted energy, motivation, and peace. How to experience more of these on a daily basis? Well, that's where the framework comes in to play. The framework I like to use is what I call the energy circle. Now imagine a target. At the center of the target is you. There's a, maybe it's your face what a, or a picture of something that represents you. You are at the center. The bullseye or the brilliant light. That's what could be at the center is a brilliant light. Getting to the truth about who you are and what really matters to you is at the center of the target. It is your personal philosophy of truth you're aiming for with every choice you make. If something is not leading you closer to that target, then it can fall out of your life, your mind, and your heart. Otherwise, there will be conflict and chaos, which depletes us of energy and of a sense of who we are. All the rings surrounding the bullseye are your actions, your thoughts, and your beliefs. And when these are all aligned to the bullseye of truth within you, you are working with efficient and miraculous energy. This is alignment. This is where the magic happens. When all of these are out of alignment, it's chaos. It's exhausting. When you learn to align your life, your mind becomes undivided. Deep-rooted energy, motivation, and peace become your experience more often than not. A coaching client of mine has been trying for years to lose weight, and there have been seasons of life where she has lost weight, but then she tends to gain it back again, just like you. She is a brilliant light. Just like you and me, she's a brilliant light. There are things she knows about nutrition, stress, exercise, sleep, the importance of self-respect, and there are things she knows about herself. She is a brilliant light. However, there are also beliefs swirling around her and within her that are in opposition to what she knows. She knows vegetables are good, and at the same time, she believes they are not really that important since there are skinny people who rarely, who rarely eat them, and she's also afraid they will taste bad. She's afraid of doing it wrong. She wants to set a good example for her daughters about diet and body image. Her fear causes stress, and that triggers her tendency to turn toward food to soothe herself. She's afraid of giving up food she loves. She's afraid of the discomfort she might face in the process. She's also afraid of succeeding at weight loss because she never has before. Have you ever thought about it like that? 
She was afraid of succeeding at weight loss because she'd never done it before. It would require a shift in her identity. It's an unknown potential. An unknown potential can feel uncomfortable to reach towards. She's also afraid of failure. There's more to this internal tangle of thoughts and beliefs and more to this story, but I will leave it at that for now as a demonstration of the inner complexities of our own minds and how they can be in opposition to what we really want and need. The thing is, if she moved all her fears, rooted herself in a wholehearted decision about what she needs, nourished that decision, and looked to her life philosophy, she would move energetically towards peace and miraculous results. Remember, health is inner peace. When you don't know your target and your mind is undecided and misaligned, That is chaotic energy you're dealing with, my friend, and it leads to burnout and exhaustion. If you are out of touch with the truth of what motivates you and the brilliant light within you, it's challenging to align anything. That is where the journey begins, my friend. You are a brilliant light. The brilliance, the light, they are the truth within you. Today, I invite you to remove some fears in your mind and see if that changes what you would do. Practice noticing the truth about what matters and moving towards a decision that nourishes and energizes you for reals, my friend. If you want to do some juicy question asking and coaching with me on the podcast episode, get curious about that possibility and you can email me. We can start chatting about that. My email is lizzie at lovedaycoaching.com. As your vitality coach, I'm here for you on this podcast. And I'm also looking for some volunteers to get curious and answer some of these questions with me on the podcast to see what that's like. You can also click the link to my calendar if you'd rather just have a curiosity call for 20 minutes with me to see what that's like on your own. That's a possibility as well. Click on the calendar. The opportunity to ask some questions to yourself and experience some coaching with me could potentially help you and also help other listeners make sense of the questions for themselves. We need each other. If you also are curious about the online course I'm creating, the Energy Circle, Five Months to Flourishing, you can also click the link in the show notes and have some information emailed to you as it develops. It's the wait list. That's what you'll click on. I'm looking for people who are ready to get out of burnout and to create this type of energetic alignment for themselves. Get curious. Begin innovating and click the link. If not, I encourage you to at least review the questions we asked today. Write the answers down for yourself. Listening helps you to find peace. And health, my friends, is inner peace. This is about you.